Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Therapy Thursday. Sorry I missed last week. I wasn't feeling great. Even today, I'm a little stuffed up, but we're good to go. Today, I want to share a really, really cool resource that I found a little while back that deals with a topic that a lot of you have asked about, which is boundaries. Now, to some people, boundaries feel like almost rude. Like if you're setting boundaries with someone, it means that you don't love them enough or that you're not caring enough or that you're selfish but it's actually the exact opposite. If you're setting healthy boundaries, you are allowing yourself to be there for the people that you love more fully rather than burning out yourself and having nothing left to give. Boundaries are actually the sign of a healthy relationship and not having boundaries is a way bigger red flag than having them. To help illustrate this, I wanna share with you an alternate ending of a classic children's story, The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. Now, if you were like me, you grew up hearing this story read a lot and if I'm being perfectly honest, even at the time, this story always kind of made me a little bit depressed. But the intention of the story is very, very good. Teaching kids to share and to give and to love. And it's really, you know, it's a sweet, cute little story. But I think in today's world, there's a danger in the message if we're not careful. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the story, the basics of it is that there's a young boy who befriends an old tree. This young boy is always playing with the tree and in the tree, the tree gives the boy apples to eat and gives the boy leaves to jump in and play in and gives the boys branches to build a fire and you know, all these things, the tree is just giving constantly. Anything the boy needs, the tree gives it. It gets to a point where the boy grows up and he leaves and he's not there for a long time and the tree's very sad that she lost her friend. And then the boy comes back and asks the tree if he can chop her down and use her branches and use her trunk to build a house for himself. And then at the end of the story, it wraps up where the, the boy is now a really old man and he comes back and he just sits on the stump. And the message was that, you know, always give and always share and always be loving. And while I think that's great, I think it also can lead to a little bit of a wrong message being given that you should give of yourself endlessly until you literally have nothing left to give. And that is where boundaries come in. So an alternate ending that I found created by a guy named Topher Payne is called The Tree Who Set Healthy Boundaries. And I wanna read the alternate ending to you today. If you just Google The Tree Who Set Healthy Boundaries, you'll be able to find it. They actually have it in this whole format where you can print it up and like glue it into the back of your book to make like this alternate ending. And it's got illustrations, it's really cute. Honestly, I, I think it's really great. And I like this ending a lot better than the original. So I'm gonna read it for you. So this alternate ending starts at the point where the boy has returned to the tree as an adult man and is about to ask for the tree's branches and trunk to build a house. I am too busy to climb trees, said the boy. I want a house to keep me warm, he said. I want a wife and I want children, and so I need a house. Can you give me a house? And now this is the point normally where the tree says, I have no house to give, but you can chop down my branches and my trunk and yada yada. Instead, the alternate ending says this. And the tree said, okay, hold up. This is already getting out of hand. Look, I was fine with giving you the apples to help you get on your feet. They'll grow back next season anyway. But no, I'm not giving you a house. You know, I've seen boys like you pull this nonsense with other trees in the forest. First it's the apples, then branches, then the trunk, and before you know it, that mighty, beautiful tree is just a sad little stump. Well, look here, boy, I love you like family, but I am not going down like that. And while we're on the subject, the tree said, grabbing him by the collar of his shirt, 
I recognize friendships evolve over time and we may not see each other as often because you don't have time for your tree friends, but we used to be real tight. Now it feels like I only see you when you need something. How do you think that makes me feel? The boy took a long breath. He felt a sour rumble in his stomach because he realized he hadn't considered his friend's feelings. I bet it makes you feel bad, said the boy. Yes, boy, bad. I can't even remember the last time you asked me how I'm doing. How are you, tree? asked the boy. He sincerely wanted to know. So the tree told the boy all the gossip from the forest and introduced him to the family of red squirrels who had moved into her trunk. While she was glad for the company the squirrels provided, she was concerned about the long-term health effects of hosting a burrow. So the boy called the local arborist, who explained that squirrels don't eat wood, they only build nests in pre-existing holes, so the tree was in no danger. The tree was so relieved, and so was the boy. He loved his friend and was concerned about her long-term health because she had taught him the importance of empathy. I just love this so much. And so it continued, the tree and the boy looking out for each other like that, both of them content in the knowledge that someone had their back. The boy attended culinary school. The tree took courses online and got her certification in small business management. They did their homework together nearly every day. The boy became a pastry chef. Together they opened a bakery selling the best apple pies anyone had ever tasted. It turned a profit in the first 18 months, which is most uncommon. Eventually, the boy had a son of his own. And much later, the son of the boy had his own family too. Because of their friendship, the boy was successful and fulfilled, and the tree grew wider and stronger, standing tall and beautiful in the forest for many, many, many years. Plus a few years even more than that. As each generation played in her strong old branches, the tree often thought back to the fateful day when the boy had asked her for a house. In truth, she would have gladly given him her branches to build one, she would have given him her trunk to build a boat. She loved him that much. But then she would have had nothing left. Not for herself, nor anyone else. And there never would have been a home for the red squirrels. There'd have been no hide-and-seek with the boy's grandchildren. No bakery with the best apple pies anyone ever tasted. Setting healthy boundaries is a very important part of giving. It assures you'll always have something left to give. And so the tree was happy. Everyone was. The end. This is, in my opinion, one of the best, simplest explanations of healthy boundaries. It doesn't mean you don't love people. It doesn't mean you're not there for them to help them. But it does mean that there has to be limits. There has to be a point where you can step in and say, no, actually, we're, that's not okay. There has to be a point where you have to say, in order for my longevity and my health and for me to be able to continue being in this relationship, I have to stop somewhere. I can't give you a house. So your homework for this week is think about these boundaries. What are the boundaries that you need to be setting in your relationships? What are the relationships where helping someone else so much is making you hurt yourself irreparably? And set those boundaries. Thank you to those who requested a video about boundaries. If any of you have any more questions, concerns, or topics you wanna see covered, send me a message and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. 
Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.